everyone. Welcome into our very special edition of the Daft Picks podcast. This is our very special Ducks on the Podcast. And with me today, I have Parker in studio. Hello. I have James. Hey. Josh on the mic. Hello. And uh, we're going to talk about baseball today. So the biggest news of the day is obviously Manny Machado signing, uh, was it 10, 10 years, 300 million? Yep. It's a big deal with the Padres. Kind of weird for a team that's supposed to be uh, rebuilding, I guess, but maybe they're in win now. Any uh, any thoughts on the Minnesota it, it, deal? It, it's about time. One of the one of the biggest uh, stars of our generation finally finally got signed. Now only if someone could finally sign Harper, that'd be nice. I saw um, the GM of the Phillies was actually in town uh, in Vegas to meet with Bryce Harper and his agent, so we might get our wish after all. Yeah, he said he wasn't leaving without a deal, so maybe Harper so. to the Phillies. I guess we'll see. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it'd be nice if he could just sign. There's also uh, Craig Kimbrell still in the market. I mean, I know that's kind of close to your team. Uh, yeah, he said he was might sit out a season, so I mean, I don't know if I want him back on the Red Sox, to be honest with you. There was a statement from his agent last night that was basically like, he wouldn't set out, and it was kind of just a rumor that that was unfounded. But I can't imagine he would. He's you know he's not exactly like a young guy anymore. He's in his prime. Yeah. Like, I don't know why he'd waste a year of that. I'm just waiting. He, for, it seems like, like he's being a little bit of a baby right now. Honestly, I'm just he's for, like, not going to get the money he wants. Dark horse so. teams to like take over, and you know Harper to like the Kansas City Royals out of nowhere, or like uh, Kimbrel to oh, it's. Uh, let's just say the Pirates because they haven't really made any noise. It'd be interesting because they just traded the reliever not too long ago too. So uh, I'm also curious. I, I think Sean Doolittle resigned, but like he's to me he's like a. I mean, we're gonna get into fantasy later on, but he's like a dark horse, like big time reliever this year if the Nats are good. Um, as far as Fridge, it's a big F. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's it for like the big Fridge. And I mean, obviously we don't know where Harper's gonna sign or Kimbrel, like we said. But uh, I, I just, I'm just curious what this is going to do for the Padres. Like, they have Manny Machado now. Their prospects are okay. Like they have Fernando Tatis, who's who's very good. But um, I don't know if any of them are like are ready aside from him. Really, they got some names, but I mean, it seems like they're trying to be able to win a couple, like 80 games, but not make the playoffs with that Machado signing. They'll have like a kind of a low pick. In the in the not next year's draft, but the year after that draft, you know. Yeah. Which because it doesn't seem like the Machado sign he's going to do really a lot. I mean, Machado it can't carry a team. To be honest, he couldn't carry the Orioles to anything. So, I mean, I doubt that he'll be able to carry a team almost as weak as the Orioles to anything. Which I don't really understand them signing him in the first place if they don't plan on competing per se. Like obviously, any team Manny Machado is going to compete. But I mean, he's he's obviously like a game changer for any team. But I, I just yeah. don't see him competing. Me neither. Dallas Keuchel's still out there too. He's yet to sign with somebody. That's another really weird one. Do you take a shot on him? I mean, he's thirty plus now. Thirty-one. For a season, yeah, I would. Yeah. Good idea. I mean, would he sign short? Would he sign short term? Sure. Wow, I can't talk today. Would he sign short term with, with the team? Like, I don't. Maybe with the Astros, but. 
I mean, depends on the team. Probably not with a team that's not going to compete. Right. But, I mean, a team like the Red Sox or the Yankees, I wouldn't see why he wouldn't sign short-term, a year-two deal. I guess, yeah. Just to bolster a pitching rotation. I mean, he still looks like a capable, like, 2-3 guy. He's definitely not an ace anymore, but he's definitely no. like a, you know, a nice mid-tier guy. Yeah, he played good in uh, Dallas. Not Dallas, Houston, sorry, Houston. last year. So... There's a few other, like, big names, but, I mean, nobody, like, that has star potential, like Harper or, or Kimbrell, even even Keiko, like you said. Adam Jones, still out there. He's a really weird one, because if you need power, he's good, but what you else You need is... power, you need, um, you know, that veteran bat. Yeah. I, I definitely think they could fit, like, with some of the younger teams, at least. He'd be one for the, uh, I mean, I, I doubt he'd ever come, but I, I would mind the Yankees considering him if we can't get one of the other, like, outfielders just to bolster a little bit, because he's a good, like... It sounds like he's a really good locker room guy from everything I've seen on Baltimore. Just where do we put him? <laughs> yeah, well, that's the problem. I mean, too many outfielders to begin yeah. with. Yeah. Uh, aside from that, there's a lot of new things that are going on in baseball. There was uh, some talk of the was it the universal DH now? Did you guys see that? Yes, it needs to happen. Yeah, I like the idea of it. Sooner rather than later. It's pitchers hitting is just dumb. It's just so unnecessary. Yeah, I mean, it makes no sense for you to have your ace have to pitch, I mean, have to bat a couple games a year, and run bases and risk injury like uh, the Dodgers pitcher did last season. And not to mention, like, when pitchers bat, you always have the chance of like if somebody is hit in a game, you know, you could always have that stupid retaliation against the pitcher, and you definitely don't want to see that if that's your team. I mean, yep. who wants to see Clayton Kershaw getting beamed for no reason? You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Um, I mean. Clayton Kershaw anymore is shut down 90% of the year anyway. That's true. And then he's non-existent in the playoffs. Yeah. It's unfortunate. He's such a good pitcher, but he just can't get it done when it needs to be done. Um, how about the uh, pace of play rules? Uh, we obviously didn't talk about that yet, but I mean, there's a couple of pitchers who have actually came out and said that they didn't like the pace of play rule. I think was it Max Scherzer was one of them, or Strasburg. Yeah. It was Scherzer. Yeah. I... I mean, I, I don't mind them trying to speed the game up a little bit, but let the pitchers do what they have to do. Kind of messes with their delivery if if, if you don't. Yeah. You know. I don't mind this like speed up the game thing either. It's just like with the pitchers, why are you doing it? Like make it so that the batters can't step out of the box every like other pitch. Yeah, that's a good point. And take a second or do something with like foul balls, like how the play starts up faster again after a foul ball has been hit. Not, don't make the pitchers pitch faster. I mean, that's just dumb. Mm-hmm. Because even um, I was watching the Yankees spring training game yesterday, and uh, it was the Red Sox uh, TV feed. And I, f- I forget who was one of the, the play-by-play guys, uh, former player, though. And he doesn't really agree with the, the pace of play either. He, he said he wanted to take as much time as he wanted on the mound, which... Oh, you're talking about Eckersley? Yeah. Um... Which, I mean, you know, I do like some pitchers, you know, like more more time than others. But look at um, Mashihiro Tanaka's, just just his whole windup. Yeah. Um, and, he, you know, he perfected that in Japan. How are you going to, like, kind of speed that up a little bit to, I don't know. Well, I think of, like, a, think of a really odd one, like Daniel Mengden, like, from The Athletics. 
he does this like really weird like he comes down up like three times and then reaches behind his back and does a somersault in the middle of the mound and then he pitches. So I mean, it's how do you speed that up? I mean, or even somebody like Kimbrel, we were just talking about him. I was just about to little, say, yeah, that little weird like hand dangle thing. Like, how are you gonna speed that up? You know? Yeah, it's. Just be like, oh, no, you can't do that anymore. That yeah. thing that you've been doing for the last eight years, like, hey, no more of that. I mean, I'll be honest with you, if the league told Kimberl to stop, I wouldn't mind it because I hate that stupid hand thing, but I mean. <laughs> yeah, it's because you're a Yankees fan, buddy. It's okay. Yeah, well, you know. Um, Starting the season uh, off like you ended the season last year being okay. beat for the Red Sox. Okay, relax, relax. I, yeah, yeah, Parker, <laughs> I see you cringing over there. How's it feel being a Rays fan? I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, I wouldn't have hey, the Rays the Rays the Rays would have been good last season. They would have made the playoffs in a different division. But the division with the Red Sox, the Yankees, and the Blue Jays is just too hard to compete in for that crap of a team to get in to the playoffs. You know, there's if they were in the Houston division, they would have made it. You know, there's this stat that I saw the other day about the Rays where uh, their what their the coach was doing was. He was playing relief pitchers yes. in the beginning of the games and then have starting pitchers be the closers. Because it was the opener. That's what they call yeah, it. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, pitching yeah. the openers. It worked for them for a little bit. Like You can't say it yep. hurt them at all. A couple of different teams started doing that, too, towards the end of the I year. Detroit does it. Or no, Detroit was the team. That the, Brewers. Did it, so yeah. the Brewers. Yeah, the Brewers did it a couple times, yeah. There was actually a funny comment the other day. Madison Bumgarner was t- said, uh, if... if uh, Bochy ever came out and told him to do it, he'd walk right off the field. It was kind of a joking manner, but like, <laughs> it's still pretty funny. I, I, you know, I'd believe it if you're a star pitcher like that, and they're gonna not giving you even the chance to start the game. You know, I would. Yeah, I mean, looking at the Rays, you see why they have to do it. They have one like quality pitcher in Blake Snell, who obviously was a Cy Young candidate, but uh, aside from him, who do they really have that was? Uh, didn't he, he? Blake Snell won the Cy Young last year. Did he? Didn't yeah. He? Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Joe yeah. Been... Blake Snell's probably the second best pitcher in the league to, uh, and to the AL to Chris Sale, not in the league, but maybe. The I, I mean, he's definitely up there. He's he's a really good pitcher, but um, I mean, I guess last year kind of got lost in the mix. Who won the AL? Because uh, yeah. he, I mean, realistically, Degrom was the big story. Not, yeah, obviously, Degrom's probably. Is it a hot take to say that he's the best pitcher in the MLB? <laughs> um, I there's a case to be made for it for sure. I still think Max Scherzer's hands down the best guy. That's just me. I don't know. The ground was a beast last year. He definitely he's been good for a while. Um, aside from him, like any early Cy Young candidate, like you guys want to predict? I mean, personally, I think like Syndergaard's in for a rebound season. I think Verlander can make a case for sure. Yeah, he always makes a run. Yeah. He's he's one of those guys who just has like this career longevity. Like I remember he was he was as good in 2012 th- that he is right now. Like he's just so good consistently. And he doesn't have like blow you away stuff or like like ridiculous curve or anything. He's just good. Yeah. I'm going to make a hot take here, and I'm going to say Nathan Eovaldi is going to be a Cy Young contender for the AL. Well, he's got to sign with the team first. Did the, or does the Red Sox sign him already? The Red Sox already resigned him. Yeah, I thought he resigned like ended last season. Did he? Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. He's like one of those guys who flies under the radar. Like, I think like shortly after they won the World Series, I think they resigned him. I mean, Evaldi, I always used to like him when he was on the Yankees. Um, 
So, I mean, although I hate the Red Sox, I'm glad to see him at least succeeding because it, it seems like he's a good guy, you know? He should have been World Series MVP, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, I know we just talked about this. Um, Bruce Bochy is obviously retiring at the end of the season. That came out this week. Uh, so I think it's kind of a end of an era. He's He's been here for 20-some years, right? Uh, so any thoughts on that? Uh, well, I mean, he made their Giants relevant again, right? Yeah, it's true. He had that string of you know winning a title every two years, which was pretty interesting to see. Kind of everybody was hoping for it in 2018 to continue the streak, but yeah, I, I hear you there. He's he's definitely an icon in baseball. Uh, he's, I mean, he, even as a player, he was good too. And I mean, I, I don't know. I think as far as like current managers go, he's probably going to. I don't know if he'll be a Hall of Fame manager if you, if you want to call it or not. Like at least in the builder category, but he's definitely like a, like a, a name to remember for sure. I mean, I think he'll be a Hall of Fame coach. He won three World Series titles in six years, right? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Which I honestly I mean, didn't even realize. I mean, I know I was a little bit young when they won the three, but it, it, I just didn't realize. Aside from him, like, in this current crop of managers, who else has got that sort of pedigree? I mean... Alex Cora. Okay. I mean, I, I would say Dave Robertson. He's one that I think is... Yeah. You know, obviously he can't get it done in the playoffs yet, but it's very little of that is his fault. I mean, he's had one bad playoff series. Yeah, it's Dave Roberts isn't really at fault for the Dodgers not winning a World Series. It's more of uh, the Dodgers just not being able to get it done in the World Series, like you said. I mean, two back-to-back World Series appearances, you would expect that they would win at least one of them. I hear you. Know, with the teams that they the rosters that they've had, so right. I mean. Uh, can we should probably a, just get a, a pitcher who can actually win a playoff game. Could have such a star-studded roster, and you know, just can't hit the ball. I mean, the Yankees are the culprits for that a couple different times last season. Yeah, I mean, it definitely got to us. Um, aside from that, like, I, I don't know. I mean, I would say like Kevin Cash is kind of like the young prodigy out of all of us. Parker, you got any thoughts? I mean, he's your manager for Tampa. I mean, he's. He's definitely like one of the young up and comers, as well as like the Astros manager was AJ Hinch. Yeah, he's pretty highly thought of. So, I mean, there's a bunch of good coaches around right now. Yeah, with what he has to work with, I think he did a pretty good job with Tampa last season. I mean, really, there's not really. I don't want to say there's not anyone good, but there's not really a superstar. It's just a, it's just a Snell and a bunch of prospects, really. Yep, I mean. As far as, like, getting back to the original point, though, Bruce Pochi definitely, like, one of the more iconic managers in the game. And uh, it's definitely going to be sad to see him go. I don't, I don't know who's going to fill the shoes with the Giants. They're kind of in a transitional period. Um, other than that, though, I mean, that's all you have to say on the topic. You really don't know who. I mean, unless somebody from their, their bench, yeah. you know, takes over. I mean, who who else is out there that, that like, needs a coaching job? Well, I mean, like, Dusty Baker, as far as I know, is still around. Like, he's he's older, but yeah. he's a good manager. Uh, I think, isn't Joe Girardi still, like, a free agent, too? I think. Um, who was the manager of the Orioles again? Jogs my my memory. Oh, um, uh, Josh, you should know. That. Who's uh, Buck Showalter? Yeah. Are you talking about John Farrell? No, no, or Buck Showalter. Yeah, Showalter. Okay. 
yeah, he's. I mean, there's definitely a bunch of candidates to replace him. Um, as far as like was that, like that was pretty much the biggest news of the week. Was that uh, real quickly? We're gonna uh, add in our new guest who just joined the show on the lines. So we want to welcome quickly uh, Nick to the show. Nick, you want to say hello? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, if you can hear a little bit in the background, he's a, he's at a public place right now. But uh, we're glad to have him on the show. Uh, we just got done talking about the Bruce Bochy stuff. Anything you want to add before we move on about Bruce Bochy retiring? Uh, not the same. Okay. Um, moving on a little bit to more of the, uh, I, I guess, sort of like smaller news in the MLB. Uh, obviously, it's spring training again, pitchers to catchers report. We sort of already talked about how Bryce didn't sign yet, which is kind of surprising. Um, who's, uh, I'll go around the table here. Who's your standout, like, team that's going to make make a splash in uh, in the you know regular season this year? Josh, I'll start with you. Huh. My team that's going to make a splash, probably the Rays, honestly. Yeah. I think I think the Rays are probably going to make a playoff spot, get a playoff spot. I think it's going to happen. How about you, Jim? Yeah, I'd, I'd have to agree with, with Tampa. Yeah. They have, they have that young team. They did, what, 90, 90 wins? Yeah, 90, 90 like win season last year that yeah. just barely made us, like, you know, almost made a, a playoff spot. Granted, you know, the 100-win season for the Yankees. And was it 100? How many wins for the Red Sox? 100 and what? Uh, Josh, how many wins did the Red Sox have? Uh, 118. That's right. Uh, Total. That, wow. I, I, even, they had a real, I, I didn't realize they had that good of a season. I knew they were really good, but that's incredible. And they hit like that. that that's 100. not regular season, I don't think. Oh, 118 okay. is uh, playoffs included. Regular mm. season was 108. That's still pretty impressive if you yeah. think about it. Uh, Nick, how about you? Who's your you know surprise team? Uh... I don't know if you'd call it a surprise, but probably the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, I, I could see that. They've got a young core like Dancy Swanson. That's that's probably my and pick Acuna. too. And Acuna. Yeah, that's that's probably my pick too. They're really good. Big fan of them. And also, if Freeman can actually you know be good again, they would have a shot. Yeah, he's past couple of years. He's been really really good. Like he's been a perennial like leader, and and, and basically every stat minus home runs because he's not a power guy. But I mean, you gotta he definitely some, hits for contact. Yeah. I mean, plus that new stadium's kind of hitter-friendly. Yeah. I think uh, Swanson's going to be really good shortstop. He's already shown some pretty good flashes of it. Um, aside from that, I guess the, uh, we talked about this a little bit last uh, last week, I guess, but uh, obviously Kyler Murray did, did not pick the Oakland, Athlet- Oakland Athletics. He declared for the NFL draft. Um, uh, any thoughts on that? I mean, obviously now it's officially he's going to be drafted in the NFL very shortly here. Uh I think it's a good idea for him because if you think about it, he's going to be in the minors for three or four years before he probably comes up to play for the athletics. And the minors just suck. Like low minors just suck for like the kids that you're going city to city like every week and it's on crappy buses playing other crap kids compared to you and for four years. And with the NFL, he might sit a year or two behind a good quarterback, but he's getting paid money unlike he would be getting paid in the MLB right now at this time. So it's probably a good good deal for him to do. Yeah. Uh, not only that, um, he can spend two years in the NFL, and he'll still be in the prime of his career for baseball still. He's so young. He could always try baseball if football doesn't work out. Yeah, I mean, you know, I said it last week, you know, how Russell Wilson – uh, takes part in spring training, but I think he joins uh, right around the halfway point, um, you know, just to, to keep fit. Um, 
could always you know, try it down the line. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he burned any bridges with the Athletics <coughs> not taking their deal. I mean, it sounds like there might be a little bit of a spurned lover situation there. But if not, maybe maybe he does do that, like Russell Wilson, like Jim said. That'd be a good idea because he'd be taking baseball reps, and if football doesn't work out for whatever reason, he's got a fallback plan. So it'd be something to think about for him. I mean, ultimately, the Athletics are okay without him, I think. They were a playoff team last year. They'll be a playoff team this year, assuming. So it, right now, it's just... It's got to sting a little bit losing your first round pick. Like that, but, um, the other, I guess, the other like small bit of news uh, at the MLB this, I guess, this week was uh, we talked about the pace of play for for pitchers. Did uh, was there any like update from last year on that, like the base runner starting um, and like extra innings? Oh yeah, if like the, like the, the, the farther inning. it went, right. he added another. Right. I, I didn't see anything about that this year. I saw it brought up like briefly about. I know they tried it in the minor leagues last year. I, I do remember it was seeing in the it minor leagues the whole of last year. Oh, yeah. was it really? They start, yeah, they started. You start a second base. You start the runner on second base in uh, extra innings. I mean, and that's all it is. I might be in the, in the minority here, but I think it's a really dumb idea. Baseball is baseball. I don't know why you try to change it. No, you're absolutely right. I don't think you're in the minority at all. That it's. I don't think anybody would be for that. Right. I think that's a completely idiotic idea to do. Like it's just, it's just really dumb. Yeah, I mean, if like, you want more people to watch, I mean, that's not the way to do it. Well, and, and you think about it, the casual fan. If they're going to a game, they're probably going to stay the whole way if, if their team is winning or in the game. And if you're going to extra innings, your team's obviously in the game. So I, I don't think they're going to leave. And then if you talk about TV audience versus that, the casual fan might turn it off after a few extra innings. But I don't think saving one half extra inning is going to make a difference like that. That, that might just be me. But like I said, I just if, if you're watching a baseball game, and the majority of baseball fans obviously at least – interested enough to watch the game, you know what you're getting into. I don't think starting a runner at second base is going to change all that much. Then again, but I don't think people would want to go to a baseball game and then sit there for five hours. Right. Because, you know, we're in extra inning and we're in, like, the 23rd or 24th inning because, one, either people can't hit the ball or, you know, the pitching is still... Granted, I don't know who's going to have a bullpen to go into the 24th inning because you're going to be pitching, like, you know, pitching coaches at this point. <laughs> right. You know, I, I certainly understand that, too. Um, any other thoughts, Parker? you have any thoughts on that? No? Pretty quiet this episode. I know you uh, are, the, are the biggest baseball guy. It's just really out of my element, and the only stuff I do know is very, like, specific, small things. Well, I promised you some softball questions today. No pun intended, or full pun intended. <laughs> so I do want to talk uh, the majority about fantasy baseball this year. Obviously, everybody here plays fantasy. Um some of the teams here finished pretty well, including Jim, who actually, I believe, won the league, correct? He got lucky and beat me here. <laughs> he Granted. won after backing up and still playoffs, losing like six straight. Yeah, I still don't understand how he I won, won the by league a, last year. He won, he won by one stolen base is how he won. Well, because <laughs> I, I, I remember it, too, like the day after it happened, like you were cursing me out over, uh, <laughs> over Discord. And I'm like, wait, wait, why am I getting like... You know, death threats. And then I looked at it, and I was like, oh, okay, my, I actually won <laughs> fantasy. I mean, football's a game of inches. I guess baseball's a game of bases, so. Well, that's that's like how the the other year when um, I split first place with Aaron in, in fantasy football somehow. Yeah. 
I, yeah, I still don't know how that works. We really need to possibly move off of Yahoo. Yeah. Because their point system is a bit screwy, I think. A little bit, a little bit. Um, so fantasy baseball this year, obviously, uh, our league personally is starting soon. For anybody out there who plays fantasy baseball, it's uh, you can start a league anytime now. Uh, I've we've all set our keepers. I personally kept Bryce Harper. Might be crazy for that, but uh, I guess the thing to talk about this week is like the big impact players in fantasy. So this is more of a fantasy podcast this week. But um, I mean, is there like any like any rookies you think that are going to be top notch like, ready to play this year? Obviously, Guerrero is the big one. If he does, yeah, so, yeah. you know, granted um, that they're, really they're keeping know. his maybe Tadas, yeah, Tadas, I think so too. I, I feel like if he gets a chance, Estevan Florial could be pretty good. It's, he's looked good in the yeah. very small showing. Yeah. Oh, and Eloy Jimenez uh, on the White Sox. Yep. Yeah. I think Michael thing- Chavez might be able to do something. He might get called up like later in the year for the yeah. Red Sox, but I wouldn't be too sure about it. Yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting year for fantasy because you have guys who are on the decline. Like, uh, I guess it's fair to say, like Clayton Kershaw, Madison Bumgarner, um, even like Buster Posey, like guys who are slowly like leaving their prime, that were fantasy assets for a decade plus, and now they're sort of out of that. And you've got guys who are coming up like uh, Gary Sanchez at catcher and um, Michael Kopech, stuff like that, who are going to be making a big impact as rookies or young players. You know. I think Mike Kolpak might win a rookie of the year. He's he's got a chance. He's got like a hundred mile an hour fastball. He could touch like just pitch after pitch. It's it's crazy. What team is he on? Uh, White Sox. The Red mm. Sox actually traded him for. Uh, uh, who did they get in return for that? We got a uh, Chris Sale. Chris that was Sale. Chris mm. Sale That's right. Well, and yep. that, that brings up another interesting Worth point. It. The second baseman Absolutely. that was in that deal to the White Sox. What, what was his name? It's eluding me. I, I couldn't tell you. I don't know. Uh, I'll look it up, but he's he's got a pretty good projection to, uh, at, at very least, make the, the roster again this season. And he could have a breakout this year. He was okay last year. Uh, Yon Moncada, that's who it was. Oh, yeah. Oh, Yon Moncada. A second, okay. I forgot his name. But he's, yeah, I was trying to say that, but my headset messed up. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he's definitely uh, another one to watch out for. Um I, I the White Sox I, are a team to watch out for as well. I think the White Sox could do something this year. I mean, supposedly they're still in on Bryce Harper, so if they get him, they're definitely a team to watch out for. Uh, now, I saw today, too, Hanley Ramirez just signed with the Indians. Uh, any thoughts? I know the, the Red Sox fans in, in here should have some opinions on that. Man, listen, I don't know why we got rid of him <laughs> in the first place, Okay. Like I love Hanley Ramirez, man. I almost it brought tears to my eyes when he we had to release him for no good reason at all. It sucks. But I'm I'm gonna have to agree. He's a Happy character. His career is gonna be revitalized. Um, I it's hard to say. He's I, if I remember correctly, he wasn't that far from hitting some sort of milestone. So it would have been nice to see him hit it with the with the Red Sox, but I guess now he's gonna have a chance to do it with the Indians organization in the AL as well. What was that milestone? Oh, I can't. I, I think it was a hit milestone. I think it was a hitting milestone. I'm not 100 percent positive. He, he's a good player though. I, I can't believe he went unsigned for this yes. long. I'm surprised he went unsigned last year. I'm surprised nobody picked him up at all. Yeah, you want to talk he's about like, like a playoff edition? Like that's basically a, like a, a trade. You know, you're picking up a guy for yeah. nothing. 
But didn't we release him due to some uh, idiotic? Uh, yeah. Arrest from his friend? No. Yeah, that wasn't wasn't even connected to him. It didn't have anything to do with him at all. It was an unfounded rumor that was perpetuated by a friend of his, and there was very little ways that happened. Yeah, I I don't know. It it just doesn't make any sense why they released him in the first place. I just saw. um, I don't know. I guess this is from like last night to kind of double back a little bit. Bob Nightingale had a uh, had a piece where it said he feels like uh, I guess John Middleton, the Philadelphia's uh, owner, said they believe that Bryce Harper and Philly will come to an agreement on a ten-year deal by Monday. That's from the verified Bob Nightingale Twitter. So that'd be interesting if uh, I believe it when I see it. Yeah, I mean we've heard it all all summer, all uh, off season now. Sort of. Uh, that, that's, well, the Phillies have been the one team connected to Bryce Harper the most, though. Since, like since day one, at least. I mean, yeah. they said they want to spend stupid money. That's the way to do it. Well, that's like and saying, I'm isn't, sure Harper. Go ahead. Um, isn't Mike Trout a free agent next year? Uh, I, or, one, or one of these years coming years up? Because now, I, I know a lot yeah. of people in Philly want him in oh, Philly yeah. as well. Yeah. That, that'd be right. something. Trout's from Philly, correct? He's yeah, from New Jersey, so yeah, yeah basically. he's an Eagles fan. I, I see him leaving the Angels because the Angels haven't done crap in the last years they've had Can you imagine Trout in a big media market? Could you imagine Trout on a real team? Spooky. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> uh, I mean, like, the Angels, aside from Shohei Itani, who's literally their everything, who else do they have, like, I, I Andrew Simmons. Simmons, but okay, Albert. Yeah, but they have Albert Pujols now. They don't have Albert Pujols from ten years ago. Yeah, that, that's why I specified <laughs> the old. Yeah, I mean, he's not even he's not even productive anymore. That that contract's an albatross. I'm literally convinced that you just put him out there just so what they. What are you won't. talking about? It's like a home run a month. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Uh, I think, honestly, at this point in their careers, if you took Bartolo Colon and Albert Pujols, Bartolo Colon would be a better hitter. I mean, like... You're probably right. Wow. I think we're all forgetting about the GOAT Justin Upton. You could really swing that weight around. You mean, okay, so, Parker, you brought, you brought Justin Upton. Are you talking about BJ Upton? Yeah, BJ Upton. Upton, who, Upton who, or Justin Upton? Yeah. Justin Upton. Okay. Good one. Uh, I just... If I have one request, it's that Melvin Upton stops changing his name. Because I'm, I'm, I just got like to, to, to nine Melvin. names. <laughs> uh, I. Whatever happened to him? Mel, uh, who BJ? Well, yeah. he changed his name and then he left Tampa. I forget where he went after that. Uh, he, I think he's in. Detroit he went to the Braves. Now. Oh, he's in the Braves. Mm. I don't know if he's with the Braves now, but he left Tampa to go to the Braves. I know that. Yeah, I mean, he's he was a guy who had like a, a, a good career for a very short amount of time. Like, he had a very good career for a couple years. That was it. Just uh, like uh, just like Carl Crawford. Yeah. And you want to talk about another Albatross contract? The Dodgers got him. They paid him. I saw a piece on uh, ESPN. They literally told him, like, we're paying you to stay home. Just stay home. Like, they didn't even want him at the stadium. Yeah, I know. I was excited when storm. he signed with the Red Sox. If I'm noticing one thing here, it's that the Rays have a pretty bad track record of signing players to uh, way too long deals. Or signing them out of their prime. Can, can we just go over the fact that Jacoby Ellsbury is still a Yankee? And he hasn't played a game in, like, 
almost two seasons. You mean RoboCop with Loftusical Galesbury? He's not going to play at all this spring training, but due to inflammation in his hip and thigh and you know lower knee area, because you know that's no surprise anymore. I, I will break, when Jacoby Ellsbury stole home. <laughs> I, I won't break the copyright rule, but there's a certain show that we all know, and I like to give his glass bones and paper skin. <laughs> that's Jacoby Ellsbury in a nutshell. So yeah, yeah. Much On a sidebar about Jacoby Ellsbury, there's a three-year-old I know named after him. I feel very sorry for him that's, and his loss. That's, that's, that's unfortunate. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, I'm naming my son after Marty San Louis, so I mean. Such valuable input. Such, such valuable <laughs> input from Parker LeBay. He's uh, getting death glares from it, everyone in the studio right now. In, in between chew, chewing edamame, he, he gives that extremely important note. Uh, the There's not, like, a lot of major news this week, I guess, or, or even this month, because it is spring trading. I mean, it, it just got underway. Baseball is back. That's all That's, I care about. I'm thrilled. And the Red Sox beat the Yankees. We know. We talked about this already. <laughs> Listen, I'm just happy to watch them play. All I know is the, the most important thing in baseball right now is that the Bryce Harper cover for MLB The Show is not updated. He's still in and a hoodie. And he's still in a hoodie. Yep. Yep. And it's going to ship with him in a hoodie. I yep. guarantee it. I mean, I'll still frame and put it on my wall. I'm not going to lie to you. But we're going we're gonna to be printing out, you know, the, the PDF file and yeah. making it our own. Gonna, like, I'm, I'm sure there's already hundreds of, you know, custom, uh, custom like cover art out there already. Uh, I'm sure there is. I saw one the other day. It was like Bryce Harper signing a contract on the cover. That's pretty <laughs> funny. Um, I like. I'm just really happy the baseball's back, which is exactly why we're doing this episode. Um, but uh, there's not even like any like I said major news. It's just nice to have games being played again. And uh, look, looking forward to it for sure. Uh, so, one thing I want to say: uh, our friend Nick, friend of the show, is going to be departing us now. He's uh, he's leaving. So, we want to thank you for coming on the show. Anything you want to say before you leave? Uh, yeah, you know, it's nice to be here. Now I have to go back to, and you know, be miserable. So, <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, there's that. <laughs> well, uh, have fun, and um, we'll ha- well, I'm sure we'll talk to you again, and then uh, ho- we'll have you on in a couple episodes again, hopefully for a little bit longer than just like 15 minutes. Yeah, let's hope so. My boss is call me in to work again because this is fun. <laughs> well, have fun. We'll uh, we'll mm-hmm. we'll see you next time. Talk Thanks to you. for joining us. All right, later. Uh, anything else you want to talk about baseball wise? Any big news here? I think we covered all of them. Yeah, I think honestly. we hit all the major topics. I mean, I, I sort of expected like more news to like when I announced this episode. I sort of expected there to be more news like at the ready. Well, I think we already expected that Harper was going to be signed already. I mean, we just right. got Machado this week, which is just <laughs> it's it just like come on already. Like we, we we were talking about this back in January. Like we thought they were going to sign like immediately. I just don't understand what we're waiting for here. I mean. Been a long off season. <laughs> I, for, uh, one more note on the Bryce Harper thing. I saw a tweet this morning. It, it wasn't from a verified account, so take it with a grain of salt. It was like a quote from the Nationals about how uh, Bryce Harper and Scott Boris, how they haven't talked to them in months and how they've moved on. I don't believe that for yeah, one I second. Yeah, I that as well. You, you don't. No, move I think on. it's true. You do. I saw that as well. Yeah, I believe. I completely believe that's true. I think Bryce Harper was fed up with. The Washington, and he was just like, "I'm not even going to feel calls from them because I'm not going back there." 
I mean, it just seemed like it was so finite. Like, his last game, they were taking photos, and he did an interview, like kind of like an exit interview. And he even posted on his Instagram, he did like nine or ten photos, and it was a big mural of him in a Nationals waving goodbye. I just, it, yeah, it but just seems so finite. Who would? Who wouldn't? Like, you've been with the organization for that long, you're going to leave them a little bit of love, but at the same time, I want to win a World Series. I don't want to stay on the same team and be mediocre and have first round exits for the rest of my career yeah I'm so so. I love when we mix a little bit of hockey with our baseball oh Parker <laughs> um, they really like who, who would want to stay on a team with you know first round exit every every season it's yeah we're in the playoffs and then oh we're you know we're out four days later like playing the best baseball of your career and your team can't back you up with that like yeah, I just I don't know. I feel like with the Nationals, like they always are a competitor. I don't. I I didn't agree with them firing Dusty Baker in the first place. Cause I didn't think he was the reason they were losing. But but are they always a competitor? Like, let's really think about this. I guess they not. get ninety wins. They in a weak division, and then they go and exit in the first round. Uh, I guess. So I mean. I mean, and let's face it, the only reason they get 90 wins in the first place is because of Bryce Harper. Well, with the help of that pitching staff, like Scherzer and Strasburg, and when Strasburg is healthy, right? You Which, remember, yeah. do, you, do you remember him coming out of college? Like the, I would want to say highly touted, just because yeah. what he threw and you know how he looked, and then first season, what he played like 10 games, and then I think it needed Tommy John. Yeah, I mean. I, uh, if we're talking about players who came out of college and looked good and had the same kind of downturn, the Vanderbilt boys, David Price and Sonny Gray, obviously, fit that bill. Whoa, 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 Let's slow down so here, I, okay? I, I wouldn't say that David Price, pitcher. you know. Well, listen, I'm not saying he's a bad player. Like, Steven Strasburg, not a bad player, great pitcher. A little off, you know? There's just something about him. Just with, the, with what happens to him every year. David Price can't pitch at Yankee Stadium. David Price melts down to the playoffs most of the time. The Red Sox beat the Yankees in the first round. Right, listen, wow, there's no need to be right. Listen. Listen, you can't come at David Price, okay, and expect me not to come back at the Yankees. I'm just going to say it. He was the most overrated race pitcher of all time. <laughs> Chris Archer's pretty, pretty overrated. Oh, I forgot about Chris Archer. Where is he? Is he in the Pirates he's organization? In, yeah, he's in yeah. Pittsburgh right and now. He's, he's doing terrible. Yeah, I mean, it's not a good ballpark for pitchers anyways. They signed him, though. It's going to be like only, what, it's going to be like his first full season, I think, with Pittsburgh this year. Yeah. Granted, you know, God forbid they don't trade him. Which they probably will, because Bob Nutting hates having good players and loves money. Um, well, one more thing I wanted to talk about today. Obviously, the biggest news of the offseason, Tim Tebow is probably going to be on the MLB roster this season. Former oh, Florida Gator, go. former Denver Bronco, New York Jet, and everybody's favorite punching bag in the NFL is going to be part of the Mets roster on opening day, most likely. He's starting the AAA at the Denver worst. Broncos, greatest like, Denver Broncos quarterback to ever play? Like, listen, I like Tim Tebow. I do. I do like Tim Tebow. But here's my problem. Tim Tebow. That's my problem. Like, he, he's 30-something. He's not. The Mets don't need a 30-something fringe outfielder to be their saving grace. Nope. Total pun intended, by the way. Uh, like what do the Mets have to right lose? Too. What what do the Mets what? What do the Mets have to lose? Um, Jacob Degrom. Jacob Degrom. No Syndergaard. <laughs> Mr. Met. 
<laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> that, that, let's be honest. That's the real yeah. star of the match, Mr. Matt. Uh, I, and I guess Bartolo Colon's still unsigned. Or if, if not, he might be with the Rangers still. I'm not sure. I mean, Cy Young candidate right there for sure. Parker's looking at me with disgust, which I know I'm going to If the Mets don't find a way to make the playoffs this year, I mean, oh my goodness. I don't know what they, what to say about it. Like, they've just been so mediocre for so long. And they've had two great pitchers, and just nothing's come out of it. I mean, any Mets fan will tell you the Will Ponds are the problem there. Like, mm-hmm. they've just been in charge too long. I yeah. mean, it's just the same thing every single year. And sure. now, now they're banking on Yoannis Espinosa coming back, which he might not. Like, they, they said he's probably going to. But probably coming back at some point this season isn't a very reassuring thing when you look at it in context. And with the acquisition of Jed Lowry for them, he's not even going to be the best hitter on the team. Isn't he injured Because he's so old. That's the thing. He's out already, like, recovering from a couple surgeries. Yeah. He's another guy who... I mean, you look at what Detroit traded. Like, Detroit at the time, it looked like they were... I mean, they got, let's be honest, a couple prospects for him. Michael Fulmer looks like... Except for this past year, looks like the real deal, like a good one-two pitcher for them. I forget who else they even got back, but at that point, like even in a one-for-one, you want a Cespedes for Michael Fulmer. I know who I'm taking. It's not you want a Cespedes. Yeah. Um, a- any more thoughts before we kind of close out? It's, it's the Yankees aren't going to make the playoffs. All right. Well, that's rude. Well, a lot of, that's a lot my hot of, take of the season. There's a lot of salt coming from the Red Sox fan base this year. No, no salt. They won the World no Series. salt at all. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> um, well, I guess that's our show for today. I kind of expected this to be longer, but like we said, nobody wanted to sign for us, so thank you for uh <laughs> to not signing. Um, we'll be back, I believe, next week or the week after. Probably the week after. We'll take a short little week break, and we'll come back for the regular episode. Um, obviously, normal topics again. Want to thank everybody for tuning in today to the Ducks on the Podcast. We'll try to do this again at some point during the summer when we actually have news. <laughs> yeah. So, but you know, we like to we like to give what we promise. So, uh, although this episode may not be everything you hope for and more, it's uh, you know it's still a pretty good episode. So, thank you everyone for listening, and uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks with some more. Keep an eye on the Twitter for announcements, and one more thing to announce: we'll be changing platforms. So, Parker, can you fill us in a little bit on this? On the platform change we'll be doing? Uh, yeah, so it's a website called uh, podcast.com. It's free hosting. Well, yeah, because yeah. like, SoundCloud, you run out of hours, and uh, we you know, kind of just want to move platforms until we get good enough following for all you guys to sort of make the show the right way. So it's still a good website, and uh, it'll be a little bit easier to upload and stuff too. So, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll link it in the, uh, in the Twitter. And uh, once again, thank you all for listening, and we'll catch you next time.